0: The people who are living there offended God because not only do you have massive amounts of rain, flooding, but you also have bugs everywhere and usually with monsoon comes locusts and you're like, what did we do?
1: Hello and welcome. My name is J.E. And with me today is my good old friend, Alex Gonzalez. Hey everybody, it's me, Alex.
0: How's everyone doing today?
1: And please remember that we are not game devs. How are you doing today, Alex?
0: I'm doing pretty good, man. Um, I for my drink of choice because I record late now, I chose a diet Coke because I felt like a diet Coke has so many chemicals to keep people going. I don't trust it. I think it's nasty. I do Coke Zero, which I don't think is better. But
1: why don't you it, just drink you know, normal ass Coke? Is it is it the sugar thing for you?
0: Yeah, I'm just trying to um not eat as many calories here and then my other choices were a cup of coffee but then i wouldn't be able to sleep or a bang and that's like (laughs) a bang is like throwing way too much gasoline for the fire that i need but so
1: far so good you know uh we're
0: doing it with the diet coke it's just a weird drink because i don't think it tastes good but people are addicted
1: oh people that's coffee isn't it and cigarettes it's weird like i when i work um at the restaurant I work at, yeah, most people, Diet Coke, Diet Coke, Diet Coke. I, I get ticket for Diet Cokes and then like one beer or something. I'm like, what is it with Diet Coke? Um, It's so much more terrible than regular Coke. Uh, Coke Zero is also not that bad. It just kind of tastes like Pepsi. Um, People have a lot of mixed feelings about Coke Zero.
0: I really enjoy it. The only thing is, is I'm not much of a, a soda drinker anymore. And I used to be able to down LaCroix's, but that's a thing of the past where when I'm drinking sodas, I have to commit where like, I have to like know where it is wherever in my house and make sure that I keep drinking it.
1: Yeah. My problem with sodas and soft drinks is I just drink it too quick. And also LaCroix and uh, sparkling water is the reason why I don't like having, I love sparkling water, right? Uh, but it's, it's too heavy to carry up to my apartment. And I go through a 12 pack in like two days. Like it's, I just drink sodas and soft drinks too quick. And then that's worse for Coke because Coke super high in calories, like 34 grams of sugar, right?
0: Hey, yeah, it's, it's, I think it's almost 34 grams exactly. And then I think it's about, it's
1: 140 calories. And I just, it just go the can 12 ounce can. I could drink that in, like, five sips, just boop, 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 gone. And I, I do try to limit myself to getting the, like, uh, the tiny little Mexican Coke bottles, like the small ones. You know what I mean? Like the oh, yeah, yeah. really tiny ones. Or I also like getting the skinny cans um, because that is enough for me to get, like, my shot of soda in. And then, like, when I'm out, I'm out. And I'm like, oh, I can't have any more, I guess. But I always want right. more.
0: I I don't, I do not want more. So that's interesting.
1: It's other sodas that I, Coca-Cola is the different one where I could drink copious amounts of Coca-Cola. There's something about that flavor that I just love. But if I have Mountain Dew, I usually can't finish, especially a a 16 ounce bottle. I'm not finishing that in one go. That's way too much. That's like 50, 40 grams of sugar, like 230 calories. Uh, I can't do it. Like it's really hard for me to finish it. Mountain Dew. What's crazy
0: is when you get used to it, you totally can finish it.
1: Dude, when I was a kid, I I used to drink a two liter every day. They used to what? I used no, not two. I used to drink a liter every day of Mountain Dew essentially when I was a kid.
0: Okay. So I used to, this is going to be very, where we went to school specific, but one of my dinners used to be a Mountain Dew voltage or a Mountain Dew code red, the one liter, right? Yeah. I would go over to Scotty's and I'd get one of those hot pockets a tornado and then i would ask them to make me a monkey's uncle so i was having nutella banana peanut butter sandwich with a liter of mountain dew a hot pocket and then two taquitos for dinner
1: but those are not the snacks we were talking about today
0: <laughs> whatever today, you call that food
1: you're not we are creating something new I was going to say junk food. That's what I meant. It junk is food.
0: junk. I'll tell you that much.
1: <laughs> Every week, we are not game devs. We create new, exciting video game ideas that we have always wanted to play, but do not have any knowledge or know how to create the wonderful experience that our video games. Today, Is my turn to present We Are Not Game Devs. 187th IP. Now, super basic concept. <laughs> I think you'll get it right away. Fantasy. Mm-hmm. High fantasy. Uh, just think regular ass token, right? Must be, played, <laughs> as opposed
0: to diet token, <laughs>
1: must be played in co-op. So it's like, uh, a, like a, it takes, so two it's a newest where, Joseph
0: Ferris game. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's, it's obviously the studio is already chosen. It's Light, but, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get that out of the way. Hazelite's making this game. Uh, unless you think of someone better, but yeah, it's, it's the idea that I have for this, why I want it, it to be like this is two reasons. I kind of want that final fantasy 15, like camaraderie, like w- bro road trip kind of feel. I also want that, um, you know, Baldur's gate Diablo feel where it's like you two friends go sit down on a couch and they're going to go and like have this epic fantasy adventure on the couch type of feel to it. Um, and then, you know, just like that, Lord of the Rings you're taking uh, that ring with your friends your fellowship and bringing it somewhere like I want that that road trip we're going somewhere to accomplish this thing kind of feel game in a fantasy sense
0: high fantasy high fantasy all right so just like I'm gonna get some feelers out there so I understand and then we'll go from there. Can you do any cool co-op shit? Like, do you see any cool co-op shit that you can do with your partner, such as maybe fuse together?
1: <laughs> I don't think you're you're gonna like do the, the fusion dance or anything like that, but I feel like it could have like some magic element like magic the game uh with the K. Uh where like maybe you can fuse spells together spells or if it's not magic based, maybe like you could have like combo attacks. Like if you set up an attack and then your partner's nearby, you can press a button together and then you'll do a cool combo move, stuff like that. Um, I see a lot of the co-op gameplay. I see more like, uh, when you're exploring towns, like there's like maybe some co-op stuff you could do in there in terms of like, I think it would be cool if like you're allowed in the game to not, you don't have to be with each other all the time. You could go explore and go around, do your own thing. Um, But maybe like we could add stuff that would be kind of like, maybe some side quests in towns could be kind of like a Sherlock Holmes situation where one character is like, okay, I want to go, we have to do this side quest and we have to split up. So I have to go do this. And then maybe you could go talk to this person while I go and do this, like that type of stuff where it's like quests will purposely have you split up so you could go tackle this quest in two different locations and figure something out and then you reconvene and then you kind of tell the other person, this is what I found out, uh, during my time um, and then the other person's like, oh, OK, well, this is what I found out. And then you use that to solve the next part of the quest and you go do that maybe together as like one epic last battle to finish off that side quest. You know what I mean? Um,
0: oh, I know what you mean. So what we're going to be doing is we're going to be doing the classic kind of like Scooby-Doo split off exactly, and then and then kind of go from there. So this game's going to be built, and it's kind of where modern co-op games go nowadays, where the intention is to kind of be online, if you know what I mean, where this will work fine for split screen, but it really comes into its own on online where you don't share a screen with another person. So you're talking to them while they're going to do whatever they're going to do, and then you kind of guys come back together. So I think that's going to be... Great. I think that'll be um, totally fine. I like the idea of combining spells. This game has to have tons of just like little dialogue between the two people. I wanted to know, just because it matters, I guess, to me, are what what are these people going to be? Are they going to be friends with each other? Are they, is, it, is there a relationship, you know? Because mm. it, it changes the dynamics.
1: Yeah. Family? I think... Just so we don't have that much, like, uh, pull or, like, uh, resistance, we can make them, like, partners. Like, they'll be, like, the classic fantasy partnership. Maybe it's, like, a warrior and a wizard, or maybe it's, like, an archer and a warrior or something like that. Like, a classic party of two. Uh, Maybe you'll meet some friends along the way. And maybe it could even have, like, a party system where maybe... It's like a like a fallout Elder Scrolls type of system where each character gets one companion, you know? Why don't we do this too? Now I'm thinking about it. I think
0: this game would benefit from having a narrator where this game's actually based off of a storybook setting, so mm-hmm. to say. So there's a narrator almost reading the tale. And in that sense, like You'll have a third person where the two people will be talking. But if there needs to be some story fill in, you know, to help where the other two were gone, the narrator will come in
1: and speak. I mean, I'm not against that. Um, A lot of high fantasy games actually do have narrators that you don't really think about until it comes up. Like The Witcher 3 had a narrator and you don't really think about it until every time the narrator comes up. They're like, oh, yeah, I forgot about this part
0: it's not all the time but it's there just to fill in those gaps you yeah. know where it where it you the story can kind of lean on it that way these characters can truly go wherever and do whatever they want yeah. so
1: you know um I think also I want slight sim like elements to it uh I think the' I'll, I'll get there eventually but the kind of story I want to tell it Throughout the game is a classic f- or a fantasy story where it's like two people get a overarching quest and they have to get somewhere to fulfill it. So. A lot of the game is you on the road, traveling from town to town to get Mm -hmm. closer and closer to wherever you're trying to get. And of course, when you get to each town, you could explore the town to your heart's content. There's side quests, people to talk to mini games, uh, bars and stuff. You could just hang out. Like we'll add fun co-op stuff in there. If you just wanted to hang out at a tavern for like a couple of game sessions, you know what I mean? Like either gamble or do side quests and stuff like that, but you're trying to get somewhere. But while you're on the road, I think it'll be cool if we add some like D&D like role playing stuff where like the warrior sets up camp or like goes hunting and the mage sets up camp or something like that. You know what I mean? Maybe in the beginning you could like Baldur's Gate style, Diablo style, choose between four classes like to choose from. Maybe we could do something like that. So you could like kind of have a choice. and.
0: I actually, that's where I kind of want the narrator to go, because that's the one that's going to fill in the gaps where it's like, and in the beginning of this story, there was a warlock and a squire or a fighter. And then you can kind of go from there. And I think that's a good idea where you can have it where, you know, one could set where maybe you could have a couple of different choices of what you want to do with your camp. And depending on those choices, you get buffs. For instance, right. you know, you could have it where do you want to set traps? And then traps can give you um, meat and food, which then you can use to restore health. Or do you want to instead... Um, Maybe instead of set up like traps for bait, you can go around and scavenge for herbs. And if you scavenge for herbs, you can have potions that restore mana and give you buffs. Or you can gather a campfire. And if you gather a campfire, you'll be well rested. And that way, there's no detraction, but you can kind of do to towards your play style.
1: Exactly. And I think even, I don't want it to be kind of like pre-canned characters i i want each character to probably have their own kind of personality so we're gonna have to put a lot of writing into it we're like if one person picks the warrior one person picks the mage those two will have a certain dynamic in conversations between each other whereas mm-hmm. if you pick the archer and the uh okay so archer warrior mage and dwarf, archer warrior
0: <laughs> mage and then like the dwarf um,
1: tank character with the battle axe type of thing you know well, I that's mean? that's
0: a warrior. Um, I was going to say at like, this point, the the two that you could choose from. Well, the three would be druid, rogue, or a holy character that has mm. that that kind of gets clued into like religion a little bit.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, I don't think rogue would be good for this, just because one stealth character.
0: Rogues always break games.
1: Yeah, especially in this kind of game. I don't think we'll have a rogue. Because also the personality, if we make him like a rogue, wouldn't really match for this type of story I think we're going for. And mm. then also Druid and Cleric. I don't know about those two either. Um, I don't know. Maybe we could just have three characters, but you get to pick between them. But I want them all to have fleshed out characters, profiles or whatever. Or maybe... We could even just have them; um, these guys be your companions. Like, it'll always be a party of four, and so the other two will just follow you around. You know what I mean? And then you just pick I, the other two.
0: I don't like that idea. I feel no. like if we want to go more intimate, having the two other people, like, you know how it is. It's different when you when you're rolling with one other character versus a party of two. Now the bonds don't matter too much. If you if you want it to be like a really bonding game, it'll just be about these four. But instead of, because um, with two the way I see it is you can have two characters and they bond a lot by going through shared experiences and towns and everything. Yeah. But if there's four people, then I want to focus more on the wilderness and the camping so that those four can get over humps together.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm just fine with two. Like, I was just uh, throwing that suggestion in there. So we'll just keep it at two. Um, but yeah, you set up camps, choose who does what activities right, right, for right. the day uh, if there's camp set up, I guess there has to be... Like, I think... How how would, would this happen? Maybe it'll be like Final Fantasy fifteen, where at a certain time of day, the characters are like, okay, we have to set up camp. It's like... Um... I think that's where it's like, it's nightfall now or we'll make it where...
0: You will get a debuff if you don't set up camp. If you um, go the night, you won't get restored health. And then you also get attacked by bandits.
1: Mm. And maybe it could also be like a slight, uh, yeah, like a debuff where it's like fatigue or like hunger or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, and it like makes your character weaker. Um, so, yeah, maybe it, it's just a party decision then. Like you and your friend have to be like, all right, it's nighttime. You want to meet back up at our uh, planned campsite. Or maybe there's a campsite in each open instance. Like, each open area has, like, an area that's, like, this is the campsites. And so, like, okay, okay let's meet at this campsite because um, I don't think you guys are going to be side to side the entire time, you know? It's, no. it's kind of open uh, for you to do what you want. And then you're like, okay, let's go meet at the camp. Let's start setting up and all that stuff and then get that all going.
0: I think the classic formula for this game is going to be you... Come together in a city. And once you're in the city and you guys are together, you guys are going to um, do a couple quests and meet some of the main characters. And then after that, you'll find out that you need to split up and go with your certain specializations. And then you guys will kind of go down your own rabbit holes there. And then after that, you'll come back and discuss what you found. And then something's going to happen with one of the characters where wherever you found. You guys will go and do that. And then after that, it all kind of collides into the big bad.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. And something you said did perk an idea in my head. So how about this? You both get started in the main town where the game starts. Mm -hmm. And you guys, the characters are already preset. Maybe you have to pick between two specific characters that we make. So one might be a, it'll be one guy and one girl. Let's just keep it at that. One guy, one girl. And they already have their own personalities and they already have their own, like, things that they say. Like, they'll be very fleshed out characters. Okay. first part, first mission of the game eventually leads you to choosing your class. And from there, the character that you are dons whatever class you decide to give them. It'll be more that decision instead of like the Diablo Baldur's Gate where you choose a class and that determines what they look like. It's going to be the opposite where you choose if you want to be which character um, and then you get to choose what class they end up being. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. So then it'll be kind of a determine though. um, <clears throat> it'll it'll go from there. And do you yeah. want this to be where the characters look the same the whole game, or do you want there to be RPG elements where they're swapping
1: armor, swapping weapons? Like, do you want there to be loot? Or yeah, I think this will end up being like a pretty fantasy heavy game in terms of the RPGness of it as well. So yeah, I think there's going to be skill trees. There's going to be loot. Skill trees will be based off skill trees, and loot pools will be based on what classes you choose. And then that will mm-hmm. shift the game code to giving you that kind of stuff. Um, and then, yeah, like swap out armor gear. I think it will change how you look physically because I think that's important. Because like you said, I think you can play this split screen. That'll be in there as an option for you. But um, mm-hmm. it's meant to be played over the Internet um, because specifically of the side quest. And the best game I could refer back to that did this, I wouldn't say well, but I really enjoyed this mechanic that the games did, but I played the Man of Medan from the Dark Pictures anthology, and I've been meaning to play the other ones as well. But I, they have this really cool mechanic where if you're playing online, obviously if you're playing on the same screen, this doesn't work, which is the same mm-hmm. for our game. But if you're playing online, one player will experience completely different cutscenes and make, their decisions that will affect the story later on. And then you as your player will do the same thing. And then when you come back together, of course you could tell them everything that you saw and witnessed, or you'd role play it and be like, and, and just tell them information that only you would know, you know what I mean? Um, And so I think that's the optimized way to play the game where when you're doing side quests or main quests and stuff, one character will experience things that affect the game and the other character will, have the same thing happening to them and when they reconvene they have to trade whatever they learn to like get to the next point uh and i think that's going to be a majority of how the quest layout is going to work um obviously we're going to have to throw in some different mechanics every once in a while so it's not cookie cutter each quest is split up do your thing, meet back together, fight a big boss. We're going to we're going to throw in different ones every once in a while, but that's the main and, loop here.
0: Right, and I like that. And I think what would be great for this would uh be not like a grand quest line unless that's what you want to go for where it's like, "Oh, these guys are the special ones who have been chosen for the ring or anything like that." Like I want to take aspects of that, but put it in differently where your whole entire village or town like depends on you gain this treaty charter to another kingdom. But in the midst of you trying to do all that and travel, you get involved in towns. There's a war that you have to fight through and choose a side, but you're not even there really for that. You're just trying to get past that. And like there's people where there's all these fantasy tropes happening around you that you can engage in or not but you can still kind of go and do your own thing and explore where there's a princess who got stolen or maybe she, Mm. or maybe there's this princess who turned into a black widow and she actually kills every suitor who goes up to her tower.
1: I like that where like all the side quests are these big epic fantasy like stories that like you would think uh, would be in a fantasy game. Let's make the story. This will change. I don't know if you'll like this. You could say no to this idea. Uh, What if we make the story of the game? It's a coming of age story where these two best friends both just turn like 16 or whatever. And part of their like initiation is to go to the capital to like talk to the king or something for some weird reason. And so you have to choose what you want to work or what you want to be to be. It will be like a Pokemon story. Like you choose what class you want to be. And then that's what you take to venture out into the world for the first time.
0: Yeah, no, I don't mind that at all. I like the idea of being two regular people who have a quest, which is big to you, but not really big in the aspect of the world. Because it's great in fantasy games, but it's a little played out where it's like, so I beat the game and I was the mage master. The warrior's Uh, Reincarnation, the God of Gods. I was, and you're basically the King of Kings, the Prince of Princes. Like you know, where you you are the one, the only one, the chosen one, and there's nobody else who's who's quite that interesting compared to you. So it'd be cool to run into a bunch of different people, or even people who like are like death level kind of. like pe- like even like warriors or like court people that you run into and you see them later in the game and you're like no they're still just as badass i still can't see their level what the fuck kind of thing so it, it just adds more mystique to the world
1: yeah um cool i dig it uh i feel like it's pretty fleshed out in terms of, i think we both understand kind of like how the gameplay works and stuff i think it's going to be third person also uh dark souls like combat so like or assassin's creed like combat as well kind of just dodging attacking heavy attack light attack pairing all that stuff is in there um we'll add some combo mood stuff like what we said maybe like proximity Q- qtr or what are they called quick time events qtes and stuff not qtes but like you press the button like- at the right time and then you'll do like a combo with your partner type of thing
0: yeah, and, and not even anything so serious. Like it doesn't yeah. even have to be super scripted. Like let's say you cast fire and and they throw an axe. The axe catches on fire. Yeah. Let's say let's say they do a shock wave and you do an ice spell. All of a sudden, like let's say ice spikes come out of the ground. Something super simple that's rewarding, but isn't like gonna take away from the game or feel like it's way too hard to do. Except like stuff for that
1: for the major main bosses and all the main major side quest bosses that you have to fight. I think there, there's going to be like really cool co-op scenes where there's like a cut scene that plays every time you do a co-op attack, whatever.
0: Yeah. No, for main bosses, it'll be more scripted. Right. I'm just talking about for like normal run of the mill bandits. Yeah.
1: Cause I also think, um, you, you have the free will to like not even be next to each other for most of the games. So I think a lot of the time it's going to be one-on-one combat anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that will take away from the game I think it's just going to be you know obviously this game isn't going to be played by very many people because you have to play with someone else all the time I don't think it's going to give you the option to play single player like this is going to be like you and one friend choose you know let's let's get together and play this game and you just have to have that thing maybe you could even we'll talk about it later but it'd probably have like that friend share play passcode thing you know Um, Yeah,
0: I'd say so. We want to get this in the hands of people and people who like this game aren't like, let's say, have you ever had this experience where you go and you have fun with somebody else and they take you somewhere and you think, man, this is great. I had a great time with them. But I also know this person would have a great time here too. And I want to come back and show them. Yeah. Yeah. I think this game will open up and do that too, where you're like, I loved playing co op with this person, but I wonder how the game would change if I played with this person instead.
1: What if we also add this mechanic? I have, uh, we'll have this option for all players of this game where at the beginning of the game, you press yes to this thing and it'll take up a lot of save data. And that's why we ask permission to do this. But essentially, mm-hmm. every. There's, um, at every major checkpoint of the game, they make a saved character profile of your character. Actually, let's make it every time you level up, it makes a profile of your character. So if you did have another friend who played this game and their partner isn't available, you could be like, well... I'm a little bit further than you, but I could come back and play with you. Uh,
0: well, Let's just, instead of do that, let's just de-level them.
1: That's what let's I mean. De-level, it'll de-level yeah. them, but it'll de-level their character to that level mm-hmm. and like put them into whatever stats they had at that time. Because like, depending on yeah. how you built your tree. So like, Essentially, saving character profiles at each level, so when you have to go back to that level to help a friend out, it'll go back and remember where all your skills were, uh how it was all laid out, what gear you had at that time, and what gears in your inventory and all that stuff music, I mean lutes and flutes and shit, right?
0: yeah, wind and strings,
1: yeah, wind harps. and string
0: instruments um. I think this is a one of those games where you can definitely have vocals. You can have different bands playing like different quartets and people singing at bar, at taverns, at bars, in city squares. I think, you know, I want this game to feel alive and I, and I want music to be a part of that where there are going to be minstrels, there's going to be bards, there's going to be bands, there's going to be people who just have maybe a harmonica or just like, A pan flute going at it, and especially while you're visiting towns and everything, that's that's the one thing that I, right, that's so common in downtown is there's always at least one dude sitting out there or a person just playing music.
1: Yeah, definitely. I'm into that, and I also feel like it'll be cool to have the Sea of Thieves. Everyone has an instrument, and if you play the instruments at the same time, it automatically starts playing the same song. So you could just—we
0: should absolutely steal sit that. around, no, most uh, definitely,
1: <laughs> the campfire and just play instruments if you want, just like an optional thing.
0: That'd be great because guess what? Guess what? You can spend your money on new songs to play with your partner, <laughs> and don't tell sure. me no one's going to do that. I would.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: you know how people love shanties. It'd be the same thing.
1: Exactly. Pricing i think Full pop. yeah full pop and if you pay let's say ten dollars extra maybe you get a share pass or something like that like you could give the game to someone else to play with you
0: honestly this is gonna be super shitty say what you want if anyone wants to criticize me if you pay ten dollars extra you can get the share pass or if you pre-order we give it to you for free
1: okay yeah, sure. We'll do that.
0: I know people hate pre-orders. Yeah. But it is what it is. If you take a chance on me, you get two
1: games. Right. You you get one game you get the same game twice for ten extra yeah. or for a pre-order bonus or so for ten extra bucks, pretty much.
0: At least somebody in your group is going to be able to try the game for free.
1: Exactly. At least one other person. Um and then if someone else buys the game again, maybe you get another code, you know. But you know, it, I I just don't really cuz like the problem with this game is it's such a big game um it would be hard to get a whole bunch of people to buy it especially cuz it's co-op but if uh you know you have one extra code you have a friend that you want to play with you maybe it will work out
0: right 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 i wonder how how long do you think this game's going to be like what
1: i feel like we would have to try to at least make it kind of short so like in the 20 hour range. Uh, but if you do all the side quests, it could be like 36, 35 hours that just because, bad. you know, it's just hard to coordinate, you know, it'd be great for uh-huh. kids for sure. Terrible for us. Yeah. When would we be able to be able to beat a 30 hour campaign together? And that's just the only t- way we could play is just us two together.
0: That's absolutely true. It's super difficult just because of schedules.
1: Exactly. So something a little bit on the shorter side and then also so you could do like maybe a little bit of replayability there.
0: Okay, yeah, absolutely.
1: All right, Alex. It's time to start your timer because it's time to name this game. All right.
0: Twin Flames Forged.
1: Are they twins now?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Just that they share the same um, fate of destiny. Mm. Not that they're twins or identical twins. Sorry, twins, but it just gets weird. Like in terms of a fate kind of game. Um
1: man I just I just don't know on this one
0: Uh... fate-tastic journey Sounds like a seventies band.
1: But um, if we just call it, I'm sure this game, ex- this name exists. But whatever, companions.
0: That sounds so. Uh, <laughs> Companion sounds like we gave up. Companions. Um,
1: I don't even know how to spell companions.
0: Yeah, we can spell companions. Uh-huh. Is there a G in there? Let's see here.
1: A shared journey. Oh,
0: American Journey.
1: I said shared journey.
0: Shared journey. Shared fates.
1: Shared fates. Let's do that.
0: Shared fates in two minutes and thirteen seconds. Shared fates is a co-op online multiplayer game where you play as one of two characters starting out in a small village having to bring what are we doing here we have to go to the city's capital to bring a trade charter and along the way you'll meet many a foe friend and more as you help others get to their places stop them from doing bad engage in a war save a princess kill a princess all in. Forgot the name.
1: Shared fates.
0: Huh? Shared, Shared
1: fates. fates. There we go. All right. So I think we have a game here, Alex. What do you think? Would this be a game you'd want to play? And is it fun? Yeah, I I would totally love this game.
0: It's uh for me, it's all about like kind of going into a world and um enjoying the world. I think that this would be a fun game to play. I think that there's a lot of elements here that would make it a lot of fun in terms of characters, personalities, um, engaging with your friends, but not so much where you like your gameplay is completely reliant on them. I think yeah. with a skilled person, this game would be a great time. Yeah. This would be a game that is... Um, for gamers, so to say, only because if you try to play this with a child or a significant other who is not in the gaming space, they're going to get lost and you're going to go have to help them with their quest.
1: Right. Um I think I would enjoy this game a lot. It's just, you know, like we've been mentioning, it's just hard to find someone else to play games with uh, as an mm-hmm. adult. So would I want to play it? Yes. Would I play it? Who knows? I still haven't finished It Takes Two. Been wanting to do that. All the Dark Pictures games, besides Man and Medan, I want to go through all of them because I hear the third one especially is f- amazing, the one with Ashley Tisdale in it. And I'm a huge fan of Ashley Tisdale uh, ever since <laughs> the, she came into- That's the most into, random
0: yeah. thing that's been said in, in maybe 10 or 20 shows. Ashley she, Tisdale just
1: coming in hot. She, she came into my ice cream shop where I worked at once, and she was amazing, like one of the nicest people I've ever met. She was just super- kind and like just fun to talk to for like the 10 minutes I talked to her or whatever. Uh, You know what I like about her? What's up?
0: And I hope I'm not wrong. I like her nose and that she kept it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sure. She, she looks way different now than when she did back on Disney. She's like, looks like a completely different person. I didn't recognize her until she handed me her credit card. Uh, but.
0: Fucking ice cream.
1: Where did that, fucking come oh man of dan and all that stuff man of dan had uh sean ashmore in it Iceman from the x-men uh and the second oh. one also had a celebrity in it i forget which one but yeah phase light or haze light i mean are they making this do you have any other game studios that could make shared fates the best <sighs> maybe, so maybe I hate the man of dan people uh what, what are they fucking called
0: I hate to say it, but, like, you know who could make this game and kind of just, like, get back into the light if they were just to drop this? They wouldn't be able to do the pre-order shit, though. Hell no. Um, They would just have to give out the second copy for free is uh, Blizzard. If Blizzard Mm -hmm. were to make this game and kind of get into it and make these characters and kind of bring in diablo type of energy and and mix it with world of warcraft a little bit and then kind of go that route but they really borrow from witcher and everybody who's been successful and like depart from themselves yeah. i think this would be a bit like a, a great recipe
1: for that. when i think about it does blizzard make like single player story driven games no. all their games are multiplayer based, right? Like online, yes. pretty heavy online features and stuff like that. Yep. Um, yeah. Maybe this will be a cool, like side project, single player, one off, not single, obviously not like, single they player. Don't, they don't, they don't tell anybody, base. they yeah. just
0: drop it. They have some, um, they have some lady come out and some I'm celebrity. sorry, it has to be a lady. Yeah, But uh, at this point with blizzards wrap and just be like, Hey guys, I'm here at Blizzard. Uh, we've been working on this for a long time. I didn't want to use anybody's messaging. It's just me and my team. We wanted to release this. It's been ready for a long time. We've been polishing it, but there's just a shitstorm. So uh, we're going to release this game in the middle of that. So I hope you guys enjoy it.
1: And it's called Diablo 4 Shared Fates. <laughs> uh, super massive games is, uh, is the people that I was trying to get into. Um Because, yeah, Supermassive, of course, did the Dark Anthology, and those are all co-op-based storytelling games. More on that that Telltale style, but maybe they'll do a little bit more action in there, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. um, Now I'm trying to think of one developer here who did... Uh, I'm losing it. Hold on, I got it. It's it's a developer that I think would also do a great job and would probably knock it out of the park. Supergiant Games. If they were to come out with this one, this would be Supergiant, like another... Like huh? Supergiant, yeah, and
1: Bastion and... That'd be interesting. That'd be a much different style. Like Imagine Bastion or Hades co-op.
0: Right. I think it would be more hearkening back to Bastion, not For so sure. much Hades, but like, if you have two characters that are as personable, because you know... In both of those games, they have really personable characters in a world that's interesting. Yeah. So if the, if the world is interesting and the characters are interesting, where well, you're like, who am I going to meet next? Who's going to be at this bar? Like, who are these? Ca-? It's almost where you it it feels like when you leave those rooms, the characters keep on living without you, instead of like waiting for you. Almost like Disneyland anim- animatronics, where everybody turns on when you get in there.
1: And great music in those Super Giant games too. So, right. There's another plus. And with that, our 187th IP has gone gold. We hope you look forward to this experience I will probably never release. You could write to appoundgames at gmail.com if you have anything to patch the game we created today. Also, give us feedback. We are still learning how to make this show better, and your feedback really helps. We have a Patreon. If you'd like to back our ideas, please head over to patreon.com/slash we are not Patrons receive episodes two days early and an extra podcast at the beginning, would you call the talent neural conversation at the beginning of this episode. That's patreon.com slash we are not game devs. If you like our show, why not subscribe and give us all the stars on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Store, Spotify, YouTube, and more. And if they ask for a review, instead of reviewing our show, become your inner game critic and review Shared Fates, the video game we just created. Thank you for joining us today. We'll be back next Friday with another new IP. Again, my name is Jay Yee. And I'm... A G. Thank you. And please remember that we are not game devs.
0: And by the way, no one's ever asked. You spell it A Y E. G E E. A G.
1: How about A A A Y E? No, A G E E. It would be A -A 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 Y G I, right? Because it would be like G, like is the G
0: that went. Oh, yeah, I guess, right?
1: Yeah, yeah.